This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. Neil, the boys are back. Let's talk sports. Good morning and welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, I'm Walter Rigobon, and as usual, with me, my co-host, Naz Marchese. Naz, uh, you're looking a little bit tired this morning. Double my, overtime Double last overtime night. last night. I didn't actually make it past the first overtime yeah. intermission, unfortunately, but apparently the, the Hawks uh, the Hawks won it in double overtime. Antoine Vermette uh, popped one from the side, and the Chicago Blackhawks uh, tied the series up. Uh, they are certainly one of the most resilient teams I, I can ever imagine. Um, yeah. they just, Amazing. Amazing. You Amazing. you want to beat the Chicago Blackhawks? Uh, you you got to go life and death they with these guys. They shot ten nothing in the first three quarters of the first overtime, and they they ended up winning the game. I don't know how they did it, but they did win they it. Did it, yeah. and that's the Chicago Blackhawks. That's leadership. Uh, that's yeah. uh, quality coaching. That's heart. That's soul. Whatever whatever those. Uh, intangibles that you like to see in a hockey team and uh, certainly the NHL playoffs have heated up this week. Last week I was complaining a little bit that uh, I wasn't uh, this particular spring. I wasn't particularly motivated to watch a a lot of NHL playoffs, but I have to admit uh, certainly the Ducks and the Hawks and the Bolts, uh, the Lightning and the Rangers have taken their games to a different level and it's certainly become interesting in both series. Very unpredictable who's going to make the final. They're very close. It could be anything. Yeah, uh, really. certainly the Ducks, uh, they're, they're at load to play against that team and uh, you know, talk about another team with resiliency just th- just when they thought just when the Lightning thought they had the Rangers on the run, the Rangers came up and Lundqvist stops almost 40 shots if not more. And uh, they take one. They take game four. And obviously, game five in both series. Game five's always considered to be the most crucial game in any yeah. series. And uh, certainly that's going to be some exciting hockey this week in the NHL playoffs. Yeah, it will be. Uh, a lot of goals scored this past week, which is good. Anyways, uh, have you uh, secured your place on Bay Street for the Toronto Maple Leaf Stanley Cup Parade? Because I understand that everybody... Uh, uh, real estate on Bay Street apparently this week uh, increased in value, and uh, the uh, obviously the t- uh, the big news coming out of uh, coming out of the ACC and coming out of MLSC this week. I don't think anybody's missed it. Everybody knows that the Messiah. Mike Babcock is coming to Toronto, and that was. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, <laughs> they're dropping beer at the ACC a dollar a, a beer. No. Well, that would that wow. that would be nice, but MLSC cannot drop their prices because they've got to figure out how to pay. Mike Bab Mike Babcock is fifty million dollars. Uh, uh, I think it's an eight year contract. Uh, fifty million over eight years, substantial signing bonus. Uh, 
earth-shattering news because last Sunday uh, we didn't think Mike Babcock was coming to Toronto. We thought he no. was going to. We thought he might have been going to Buffalo. But you've uh, you've dug deep into the archives, Naz, and uh, yeah, we're going to play a clip that uh, on April, from April twenty seventh last year on our show, April twenty seventh, two thousand and fourteen. And listen to this. Babcock has done this before in Anaheim where he would not sign an extension and then he was fired by the Ducks. But I'm not saying Detroit will fire him, but that's the guy the Leafs need to bring in as a high-profile coach. And you never know, Shanahan and him do have a history. So, Anyways, that was, uh, that was an interview that the Naz and Wally Sports Hour did with Mike Babcock back in April of 2014. Concerning Mike Babcock. Concerning yeah. Mike Babcock. Yeah. And we also had a – we wrote a blog piece uh, back in April of 2014. I just want to read from the, uh, from the last, uh, last sentence of our blog piece from a, from a year ago because we certainly uh, – we've been talking about Mike Babcock as coach of the Toronto Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs for a long time. And uh, we wrote uh, in quotations, if I have the measure of the man, he relishes a challenge. And taking the helm at the ACC would be the ultimate challenge of his career. Mike Babcock, coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, has a nice ring to it. And as we wrote that on April 29, 2014, and I remember when we wrote it, we uh, we sent it down to the Detroit uh, Free Press, and yep. uh, they, no, no nobody, uh, we didn't have any inside information at that time. I mean, uh, we were just putting our our, uh, our gray matter together and sort of logically thinking it through and. Uh, we, we posited the theory that we thought Mike Babcock would come to Toronto. And uh, three days later, the Detroit Free Press ran an article on it. And uh, a little while after that, the, Detroit, the Toronto, uh, Toronto Press started talking about it. And uh, go back to that time back in April of last year when we, thought, we, we first thought about it. Uh, why did we think that uh, Mike Babcock would be a great fit for Toronto? Because at the time, we thought Tim Lewicki was the, uh, the CEO of the uh, Maple Leafs. And he always made. And he's big, still the CEO. Yeah, he's still till the yep. end of June. Yep. But th- we thought he'd make a big splash as a coach, and that's the guy, right? And that's exactly what happened. Um, he signed with the Leafs. And uh, last Sunday, that was uh, not what we were anticipating going to happen this week. We uh, we had uh, we uh, go back and listen to the clips. I I up until I quite frankly I was quite surprised that he had that he signed this week. And, uh, you know, our, our uh, good friends in Buffalo are certainly upset or seemed ab- upset about it. But uh, uh, it didn't seem like Toronto was going to be his, uh, his resting place. Uh, we thought he was going back to Detroit. Yeah, it looked like Detroit. But on Monday, they released the offer from Detroit at $3.25 million. As soon as that offer came out, I knew he wasn't going back to Detroit because he was offered like a total of $30 million more over that length of the contract period to go somewhere else. Nobody's going to give up $30 million. No, that's that would, for sure. And, you know, a lot of, lot of, you know, everybody likes to criticize people who uh, who make money. Um, you know, but Mike Babcock certainly at $50 million, which is which was, when I heard these numbers, Naz, I thought they were earth-shattering. I really did. And um, just taking the taking the numbers, and not, not so much the amount of money MLSE is willing to uh, to pay Mike Babcock, and I certainly don't begrudge Mike Babcock. Good for him. You know what? I'm not signing the checks. I don't care. You know what? MLSC's got a lot of dough. 
let them write the check. It's about time the coaches got more than the players. Yeah, you know, certainly the coaches are, are certainly valuable. So Mike Babcock's entitled to be paid whatever the market will bear, and good for him. What I found more remarkable about that contract was not necessarily the $50 million, was the eight years, which is, to me, that's unheard of. Hire a coach for eight years with the shelf life that these coaches have, um, certainly an eight-year contract, and um, I, I don't ever recall any of that. Yeah, but any, you know what? Coach, he, he, he coached Detroit for 10 years. So, yeah, but he so I don't, eight but, makes yeah, I mean, but some sense with him. With him, him particularly, yeah. yeah but coach, coaches generally don't have uh, don't have long shelf lives. But uh, this guy does. It seems like Mike Babcock is in a in a in a different category than than every other coach in the NHL. There certainly there was a feeding frenzy for his services, and um, he was able to secure something that wasn't certainly available to uh, to any other coach, which which. Uh, Gets us into a, a wholly, a totally different uh, discussion with Mike Bab, Mab, Babcock, and and I didn't. Uh, uh, whether it's a good move or a bad move, he's certainly at the top of the pinnacle of the NHL coaching echelon. What difference he'll be able to make to this particular Toronto Maple Leafs team, time will tell. He certainly said all the right things at the press conferences. He's not making any promises other than he wants to restore some respectability. He wants to restore some accountability, and he's talking about three to four years of pain. He's not making any promises. Uh, he's not promising the playoffs. Uh, he's just, I guess, promising to bring to MLSE and to the Toronto Maple Leafs something, a word that you find objectionable, Naz. Which culture is again. A, oh, new, my a, God. New, a new culture, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, um, I, don't know, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Um, well, if there's anybody that can do you know, it, 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 is it would him. be Babcock. Yeah, you know, it is him. great players. You know, great coaches come from great players or good teams and and leadership. And it's going to take some time here to fit the pieces in here for Mike Babcock to be able to take this team to a different level. And certainly, let's uh, let's look at at, at well, and let's you, look at his accomplishments. Um, you know, he's when when he was signed. It sort of reminded me when 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 they hired Brian Burke. No, different. Tell me, tell way me why different. it's different. Way why different. is it different? way different personality? Way different. No, way a, way different. He's a coach. Burke is a general manager. Way different. Anyways, I want to come back to uh, to this discussion about Mike Babcock, uh, whether he's a magician or a messiah. Uh, I, I don't want to rain on the Mike Babcock parade, but I may have a, a little bit of a different slant towards. Uh, towards this signing but we do want to announce that uh there's another huge tournament coming up this uh this week and it started friday night in quebec city it is the memorial cup and as you and i uh, attended some memorial cups in, in our time yeah in our times in the mid-70s attended some great toronto marley victories yeah. in the in, in the in the uh in the mid-70s i remember I remember driving Mark down Napier. to kitchener and uh, the napier gang and the Boudre- john tonelli and the brujero gang and the yeah. marcow gang and uh certainly some fond memories of the memorial cup and we have on the line with us today from quebec city uh who's been a friend of the naz and wally sports hour he's been with us before he is one of the best junior players in canada fifth round draft choice fifth, uh, fifth 
overall draft, draft choice. Man. My apologies. Fifth overall draft choice of the New York Islanders last year. One of the key components of the OHL champions, Michael Del Cole. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, thanks for joining us. I know this has got to be a busy morning for you, and you've got a big game this afternoon, so uh, we certainly don't want to overstay our welcome with you. First of all, congratulations on uh, on a key victory for you guys yesterday. You beat the uh, Ramuski uh, Oceanic, I think they're called, 4-3, uh, to three, and certainly an exciting game. Congratulations on that game. Thank you very much. It was kind of, uh, kind of dicey there at the end. Uh, the uh, Ramuski got a... Uh, a, a great chance in the last five minutes, but uh, you guys uh, certainly have executed uh, your game plan. It's a hard four-check game. Tell me a little bit about uh, how the Generals have been successful this year. Yeah, I think we uh, we've been underdogs all year. Um, you know, in our league, no one really gave us you know the respect that they gave teams like uh, Erie and Sault Ste. Marie. They're kind of you know more of the high-flying offensive teams, and you know we play more of that defensive game. Um, we don't we don't push the offense too much, but um, no, I think we gained respect. And yesterday was a huge win. Uh, you know, to start the tournament the tournament off with a win, uh, you know, was massive, especially against uh, you know a, a Quebec team um, with the tournament being in Quebec. Now, you sir, uh, the generals um, I wouldn't say got off to a slow start in the uh, in the playoffs, but uh, you had a you had a really tough series against I guess it was North the Battalion in the first round, and then you sort of got your legs as you were going, and uh, really impressive performance against the Erie Otters, and uh, of course, uh, Connor McDavid in the OHL final, you swept them out in five games, and uh, congratulations on that. What was the key to that series, and uh, what did you guys do to shut down Connor McDavid? Yeah, well, I think the key was, uh, you know, shutting down their top guys. It wasn't, uh, you know, Justin McDavid, they had, you know, 300 point scorers on that team, so they had a ton of offense, and you know, we're the best offensive team, uh, maybe in Canada. So, um, but shutting down a guy like David is tough. It takes, you know, not just one guy. It takes a five-man unit. And, you know, we assembled, uh, you know, a group of five guys. And, uh, you know, we were able to contain him somewhat. He still had a, one outbreak of, uh, of a five-point game, I think it was. But, you know, players of that caliber, you know, sometimes that's going to happen. But, you know, we stuck to our game plan. And, uh, you know, we're able to, we're able to battle through how uh, were the fans in Oshawa when uh, you guys won the championship? Oh, it was amazing. Um, it, it, it was it was very special. I mean, this city hasn't won uh, in a very long time, and you know, to bring a championship to the city was such a great feeling. I remember you know getting drafted to Oshawa three years ago, and it was a, sort of a losing culture at that point. Um, never really were a high seed, and. You know, when DJ Smith uh, came here, he really turned things around, and you know, we definitely bring a, a hardworking, uh, you know, memo to the city, and I think it, I think it matches. Uh, we're of course talking to Michael Del Cole, assistant captain of the Oshawa Generals, who are in the Memorial Cup, which started. Uh, Friday night, Oshawa, big victory yesterday, 4-3, to three, and uh, you got to come back again this afternoon, Michael, and you're playing the home team, the uh, the ramparts of Quebec. Uh, uh, what's it like having to go back-to-back uh, -back, uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday in uh, in Quebec? Well, I think it's going to be tough um, just because, you know, the ramparts are you know, the home team, so they're going to have, you know, 10,000 crazy fans uh, behind them, so... We're gonna to have to find a way to, uh, you know, take the crowd out a bit early. Um, you know, even yesterday playing against a, a Quebec team, they had a, they had most of the crowd on their side. So um, I think we're used to that now. We played in some, you know, crazy buildings uh, in the playoffs, but um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna to look to get the lead early, and hopefully, uh, you know, when we play with the lead, I think we'll be all right. 
D.J. Smith, your coach, seems like an active guy behind the bench <laughs> noticing him. How is he? Uh, he's uh, he's entertaining. I mean, he's not afraid. Uh, <laughs> he's not afraid to tell you, you know, if you screw up or, or something like that. He's he's very vocal. Probably the most the most vocal coach I, I've probably ever seen. Um, you know, he's on you if you if you make a mistake. Uh, you know, he's not gonna uh, tiptoe around. He's gonna tell you straight to your face. He's gonna tell you to wake up. So it's good though. I think uh, you know he, he makes uh, or he brings the most out of you because um, he's always on you. And um, you know, it's been great for my development. Certainly, D.J. Smith was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was with the uh, Windsor team that went back-to-back in the Memorial Cup a few years back. And uh, tell us, I'm sure he's, he's got some experience. Tell us how that's important to you guys in, the, in this Memorial Cup. Yeah, actually, uh, both our coaches, as well as uh, Hal Wellwood, um, he played in the Mem Cup uh, with Windsor and won, and won it both as well. So we have a lot of experience in that regard, and, you know, they've been giving us a lot of tips. Uh, you know, the first the first Windsor team uh, lost their first few games and had to win their third just to, you know, get a tiebreaker. And then they eventually won the tiebreaker, won the semifinals, and won the tournament. So um, they've been through a lot at this Mem Cup, or at the Mem Cup and this event, and, you know, they've helped us out a ton. I mean, we're still uh, only one guy on our team has been to the Mem Cup before, so... We're kind of new to this experience, but um, you know it's been good. Uh, of course, talking to Michael Del Cole. Michael, you were on our show uh, um, last year, just before the NHL draft. Uh, actually, we had your dad on the show, if I'm not mistaken. It was Father's Day, so we we thought you, we'd have your dad Gus on the show talking about uh, getting ready for the NHL, which is not something you're thinking about this week, and I certainly uh, don't want to get into it, but. Uh, you're one of you've been uh, one of Canada's top junior hockey players for a couple of years, and you certainly have some tremendous hockey skills. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you the skill that you have that I'm uh, aside from hockey that I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with. I watched you in your interview yesterday with I think it was Rob Folds on Sportsnet after the game, and and I'm astounded that an 18 year old I think you're 18 I think your birthday's coming up in June. Uh, I'm astounded by your poise. And, uh, and and how articulate you are. Tell us how, a little bit about how uh, an 18-year-old junior hockey player acquires such poise at such a young age. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. Um, I really appreciate that. But I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I was, I was well-raised. I came from a, a pretty tight-knit family. Uh, you know, my family went through you know, a lot of stuff when I was at a young age. So, um you know, I learned it from my parents. I mean, they they really grounded me. Um, they told me never to get too high, never to get too low, whether you know it's in sports or in life. So, you know, I, I owe that all to my parents. Anyways, we've uh, we've been talking to Michael Del Cole, the key player, uh, most uh, I wouldn't say most important player, but uh, because it's a team game, and I know that you're a team player, Michael, but certainly an important cog in the Oshawa Generals, who were one of Canada's. Uh, uh, was uh, one, one of Canada's best junior hockey teams. And by the end of this week, we hope, uh, we hope uh, being the Ontario team, we hope that you are crowned uh, the Memorial Cup champions. We wish you all the best of success this week. We wish the Generals the best of, best of success. Bring home the trophy. And, Michael, we, uh, we know this is a busy day for you, and we thank you, and we thank the Oshawa Generals for allowing us, for allowing you to uh, participate in our show this morning. All the best, my friend. Have a Thank great game much. today, Michael. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Take care. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. That, of course, was uh, Michael Del Cole, uh, assistant captain of the Oshawa General, fifth overall draft choice in the uh, 
in the uh, NHL draft last year. Uh, he, he's pretty slick out there. Man. Oh, he's I'm he's, telling you. Oh, he's boy, got a, what a talent. He's a, he's a talent. He's got a world class shot. He Ooh. scored a goal yesterday. Rang another one off the post. He's dangerous every time he's on the ice. He's a big uh, big guy. He's going to be a power forward in the Him NHL. and John Tavares together. Oh wow! Wow! What a combination that would be. So uh, certainly. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing him when in an Islander uniform. I'd love to see him in a Leaf uniform, but uh, yeah. you know the Islanders have uh, drafted him, and he's going to he's going to have a great career in the NHL. And uh, we wish him all the best. Yeah, great player. Anyways, uh, uh, you're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Uh, before we go to break, I want to announce that uh, we will be taking your calls on our show today. I want to repeat those numbers and and take these numbers down because we've got a contest. We've got our Pizzaville contest. Our great sponsor, the great people at Pizzaville, have donated a $50 gift card. Compliments of our uh, good friends at Pizzaville. For the second caller, uh, $50 gift card, give us a call, 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. I'll repeat those numbers for you again. You can call both of those numbers, both to call to talk on our show. Let us know what you think of the Babcock signing or anything else that's on your mind. Or if you want to grab that $50 Pizzaville gift coupon, once again, our number is 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. It's a great little prize. I'm sure you'll use it. And uh, it's, you're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, and we'll be right back after the break. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville asked me to introduce their new fast dial number just for cell phones by singing it. Pound three six three six. No. Pound three six three six. No. Come on, baby, pound three six three six. Come on, baby, pound three six three six. That's got a ring to it. Call Pizzaville on your cell phone at pound three six three six. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge, the best. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. 
Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. Discover Villanova College, York Region's only independent co-educational Catholic school. We offer small class sizes and a commitment to academic excellence towards properly preparing students for university and lifelong success. If you are a young person or a parent seeking more from today's education, then take a moment to learn more about Villanova College. Find out about our specialized enrichment programs, including STEM and advanced placement. For information regarding admissions or to schedule a personal tour, visit VillanovaCollege.org. Are they ever wrong about sports? I can answer that in two words. Impossible. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on this Sunday morning, live from the Zoomerplex at Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. We've uh, we've been just finished talking with Michael Del Cole, who's uh, been on our show before, and we wish him the best at Memorial Cup. We are taking your calls this morning. There's a lot of interest in talking about Mike Babcock or any other uh, sports issues on your mind. By all means, give us a call, 416-360-0740. One eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. For those of you on the line holding, please hold. We'll try and get to you as soon as we can. Back for his uh, repeat performance on the Nazawali Sports Hour, the D General from Etobicoke. What's on in your mind this morning, D General? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning, sir. Interesting. Uh, like Del Cole, great hockey player, great family uh, up here in uh, in Vaughan. Uh, Coach uh, Valestero and I know uh, the family, or Mike knows him very, very well, so uh, uh, nice to have him on the show. Uh, I thought maybe you are going to have Mr. Babcock on the show, gentlemen. That would have been an interesting conversation as well. Well, we have put in our request to MLSE to see if he's interested in coming on the show, so hopefully at some point in time we will have him. So we'll certainly keep knocking on that door, and we'll see what happens. Looking forward to it. In the meantime... um, it's interesting. He's, you know, he's inherited a team now. You know, I don't think, uh, well, he hasn't had any uh, input into uh, who, uh, who plays on his team, but he's, he's, he's not going to have the Datsuks and uh, the Zetterbergs on this team. He's going to have to teach, and uh, we're going to see how good a teacher he is and how well he can uh, transpose some of these uh, uh, helicopters and other, uh, um, other types of uh, in-flight machines that uh, don't want to stop and start and, uh, and, and, and put in the extra work that's necessary to play some 200-foot uh, uh, foot hockey. So uh, I, I'm interested to, to, uh, to get your take, gentlemen, on, on what you think or, or how well you think he's going to do in this market with, with this group of characters in this, in this dressing room and whether or not, here's a second question I'll let you guys comment, uh, who do you think they're going to keep? Who do you think they're going to let go? Because I, I think that uh, they've got a couple guys there that they can probably get some nice prospects for and uh, and start the rebuild if uh, if they've got the guts to do it. I uh, I don't think they're going to get rid of anybody right now. I think uh, he's going to be in there assessing what he's got, and I think he knows what he's got pretty well, right? But I think he's going to assess what he has and play with who who he has, except for maybe one or two players. I'm not not sure which two guys, but. 
I think he's going to assess it and see what he what he has. Yeah, my, my guess, uh, D. General, is Mike Babcock's not as negative about uh, the uh, the pieces on this team as perhaps we are in Toronto. We we tend to as Toronto fans and Toronto media, we tend to. Uh, uh, you, you know, we tend to jump on these guys and pound them pretty good. Um, you know, Leafs have had a reasonable amount of success against the Detroit Red Wings in the last couple of years. I remember we beat them on that New Year's Day game in, in Michigan. So I, I think Mike Babcock may have a little bit of a different assessment in terms of what talent is here and what's not here. But he being a little bit more objective, being on the outside. Um, I mean, there is some talent here. Phil Kessel, when he plays, is a world-class talent. Dion Phaneuf may not be a number one defenseman, but he's a good defenseman. Uh, JVR, you know, on a, on a line with Kessel and a good center could be a world-class line. Uh, we've got we've got Riley. Riley's an up-and-coming defenseman. Uh, you know, Nylander looks like he's got some talent. You know, uh, you know, we tend to pound these guys pretty hard, but there are some pieces. And you, no we've got about it. it, but uh, I, my my concern was, you know, what happened to Scotty Bowman when he uh, when he went he to Buffalo. To Buffalo, he had yeah. some pretty lean years, and uh, uh, you know, and, and and realized that uh, you know you don't, you don't have that back end like uh, you know the you know with with Savard and, and Robinson and these other guys. He's uh, you know, I, I mean, I, he knows. I'm sure he knows his task ahead is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a hard. Uh, you know, it's going to be a hard one, but. Uh, uh, my, my, you know, my concern is whether he's got to have enough time. If, if this city's got enough patience, and and whether those guys are actually going to buy in. A guy like Kessel, I don't know if I, I can't see that guy buying into any one of Babcock's programs. And uh, and I know some uh, some kids that are playing out in uh, uh, the American Hockey League affiliate for Detroit that coach or that played for for Coach Babcock, and he says he's a no nonsense guy. He just tells yeah. it the way uh, it that's is. That's what they need here. Doesn't matter who it is, right? Yeah, well, they used to say uh, Randy Carlisle was a no-nonsense guy. D-General, we're going to let you go. We've got some other callers on the line, and we'd love to get to them. We, wanna, we don't want to keep them holding uh, forever right, here. Hey, guys, thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for the call, and, and um, I, I, we do want to go to the other callers. I haven't finished this Babcock discussion because, you know, you, you and I have, uh, Naz, have a little bit of a different take on Mike Babcock. Um, uh, I'm not going to use the word overrated, but... Um, uh, he, he compared may, he, him to Brian Burke. No comparison. Well, no, I'm, I'm not comparing him to Brian Burke in terms of his, his assessment. When Brian Burke came here, don't forget he was a, he was supposed to. In, one's a coach, one's a general manager. It's a different discussion. Right. But when 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 Brian Burke came here, he was the messiah. He was. They they did a search. They had Gordon Kirk involved. They had a search committee. They searched up and down all over the NHL, and they focused on Brian Burke. They went after Brian Burke. He was supposed to be the second coming. He had taken Anaheim to the promised land. Uh, they, they, they went to him. They got Anaheim upset because they sort of, whatever, he was still under contract. They asked for permission to talk to him. They, you know, they went through that whole process. When he came here, there was that big hoopla. Uh, I'm, only, I'm only comparing... I'm not comparing Burke and, and Babcock in terms of their characters or their uh, accomplishments or whatever. I'm only comparing it in terms of the media extravaganza we had. There was a media extravaganza when Brian Burke came here, and we had a media extravaganza not with Mike like, Babcock. When Brian Burke came here, it wasn't like this. This week was... Oh, it was. Uh, so uh, they went after Tannenbaum, and they had that whole search committee. But they Bab- searched Bab- up and down to find Wally- Brian Burke. Come on. The two aren't comparable. Babcock had way bigger, a way bigger reception than Brian Burke did. 
in the in this. It was, you know, this, I think we tend to forget how how, nah, how much how much how big. much MLSC went after Brian Burke, and you know what? We got Brian Burke here. We had the five year plan, and we were supposed to be here's, uh, celebrating here's, here's the parade the on Bay Street by now. Here's the thing: in the press conference, okay. and the general brought up a point about being a teacher. Mike Babcock is a teacher. Don't have a problem with that, but let, let's and let, his success you know what? We might as well argue this now. Unprecedented. Oh, his success is very precedented. He's only won one Stanley Cup. Okay, sixteen take, years take in, away a row his, in the playoffs. Take Tell a, me who's take, done sixteen take away years his, in a row in the playoffs. Take away his two Olympic golds. Take away his two Olympic golds. Why okay? do you take him away? No, let's let's just let's just. Because it's a, it's a. I'm going to give him credit for Wally, it. Wally, you're barking gonna, up the wrong tree. I'm going to give him credit for it. You know what? Joel Quenville's got more wins, more Stanley Cups. Okay. I'm not saying Joel Quenville's a better coach. I'm happy with the Mike Babcock signing. Okay. I don't think. But he's let's overrated. not. Uh, I didn't say he was overrated. Okay. But there are. There, you know what? He's he's a damn fine coach. But there's other coaches in the league that deserve. Uh, may not be at his level, but their accomplishments may That's be right. at they his level. That's right. They may not be at his level. His, his level. Where do you put Mike Babcock in the, in the top ten coaches of all time? You put well, him ahead he, of Freddie Sherrill? He's not finished yet. Okay. Where do you put him right now? Oh, he's in the top five. Top five? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Don't go to Toe Blake and punch him like because that's a different era altogether. Okay. Six in teams. terms of, in terms Six of teams. From, from, from what era would you put him in the top five? Oh, you can it's go. Better than Al Arbor? Glenn Sather? Better than Glenn Sather. Mike Keenan? Better than Mike Keenan. More accomplishments than Mike Keenan in the NHL. Better than Mike Keenan. More accomplishments than Mike Keenan in the 16 NHL. 16 years making the playoffs, Wally. You know how hard that that's is? A pretty, you know, to make the playoffs, uh, you know what? To, to me, that's One pretty Stanley low. Cup, that, a you final. Know making the playoffs. With an Anaheim team that wasn't that who, good Who at gets the, time? the credit for making the playoffs? Is Mike Babcock or Ken Holland? Both. Okay. But Mike got, Babcock so, was the coach. So a coach got to have a general manager who's bringing in players. Wally, what coach? Have general what, managers Wally, bringing in players. Wally, what coach has lasted with a team 10 years other than the old era of coaches? What coach? Tell me the coach. Well, Hitchcock's been around. Not 10 Not years. Not on the same team. 10 years, yeah. same team. But that's, what coach? Is that, is that the what coach? coach? Is that the coach of the organization? Is that the coach of the organization? The coach has I've a lot to said do. That. They get rid of these. Well, Wally, they, they had know, Dave Detroit, Lewis. They, they, they had the Dave Lewis for one year. Wally, they had Dave Lewis for one okay. year. Yeah. They fired him. Why? Because he wasn't any good. Mike Babcock has been a coach for Detroit for 10 years. One cup. If he wasn't, if he wasn't any good, do you think they would have rehired the, him back? Daryl Sutter? He's better than all those guys. Why? He's the best coach Based in the NHL it. right now. Okay. Take the callers. Okay. Mike from Hamilton, you got a comment on Babcock. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing yeah. great. Thank you. Okay, listen, Babcock, I just want to say, Babcock, when he went to Detroit, and he, and he did a great job with Anaheim, it's true, taking them to the finals against Jersey, right? But when he, when he went to Detroit, he, had it, he inherited the team, uh, much like Burke did in Anaheim, but he was a GM, like you say, but and Babcock inherited a team that was star-studded. You know, like, he yeah. comes to Toronto now, and you're, he's going to find that it's a, a much tougher road to hoe. You, you know that. Well, there's I no question it's going to be tougher, Mike. Yeah, like, you just seem, I just think that there, there's really not a lot of building blocks with the Leafs. I, I don't find that they've had Kessel since 2009. Um, if enough, he arrived several months later. But I, I don't think there's really Lupul and, you know, Kadri and, 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 uh, and Reemstein, a lot of unproven commodities. 
And what he had in Detroit, he, he was able to expound upon just furthering that juggernaut. And, you know, like... Have you taken a look at Detroit's defense in the last three years since Lidstrom's gone? Lidstrom. Well, Lidstrom world-class. But. Yeah, but that defense is probably one of the worst in the league. And look what Babcock did, it, did with them. Because other than Cromwell, that defense is uh, very weak. On Detroit, and look what Babcock did with that. You team. know what, Naz? I'm not going to disagree with you. I love, I like Mike Babcock. I like his attitude. I think he's an incredibly bright hockey mind. Um, um, I like how he deals with his players. I like how he brings. Uh, he's the probably, if not the most respected guy in hockey, pretty close to it. I'll give him credit for that, and he brings accountability. So. Uh, I'm not displeased that they hired him. I don't care about the money they paid him. Uh, I'm I'm thrilled to death that they brought him in. I'm just a little bit uh, a little bit concerned that expectations are getting way out of whack in terms of what well, what he can and cannot do. Anyways, Mike from Hamilton, I appreciate your comments. We've had other callers that have been holding for quite a while. We want to try and get to them. Uh, thanks for your call and and have a fantastic day. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Anyways, we have Mayor from Stouffville on the line. Uh, Mayor, what's on your mind today? Well. Hi there, guys. Good morning. We're going to change it up a little bit, and let's talk about TFC. Well, that's certainly, uh, did you watch the game last night? I was there at the game. Well, it's what, a, what an incredible performance by Jovinko. World well, class. That, that's, that's been a good signing, like, you know, to bring him over from Italy, a young player. And it seems like he's going to be dedicated to the team for a while. So we are, like, on the change right now, and we might have a winning team in Toronto, finally. Anyways, uh, you, uh, your assessment of TFC, um, you saw the game yesterday. Um, are, uh, are we going in the right direction? We are. Like, they just need to tweak it a little bit, but uh, we are in the right direction to sort of head towards playoffs and uh, like being one of the better teams in the league. Anyways, Mayor from Stouffville, thanks for calling about TFC. Thank we you. certainly uh, we love talking about TFC. We've got our own... Uh, our own uh, Mark Kennedy, who calls in every now and then, keeps us uh, up to speed on TFC, and uh, I'm thrilled watching Jovinko. I think he's, yeah, he's worth, quite a player. He's uh, he's certainly everything he was advertised to be, and right. uh, we're certainly looking forward to the rest of the TFC season. Hopefully, we get Altador back. If Altador had been playing yesterday, it probably would have been a three nothing game. But uh, they won the game, and they seem to be headed in the right direction. Earl from Oakville, how are you this morning? Well, I like your opinion on how we're going to do at the Pan American Games, pal. How are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, Naz and I have had a debate recently <laughs> uh, about, uh, about how much we want to talk about the Pan Am Games uh, on our show. Um, I don't think Toronto has acquired a buzz yet on the Pan Am Games, but my sense of Toronto is, uh, and, and it's not just Toronto, it's, it's the greater yeah. Toronto area, and it's Hamilton, and it's... All the communities around Toronto that are really hosting the Pan Am Games, um, I think Toronto's going to step up, and I think we're going to show the world that we're a world-class city, and, yeah. and it's going to be a phenomenal event. Naz, your take on it? Yeah, I think it'll be a great event. Uh, uh, kudos to the athletes that are going to be involved in the Games. It's a great development for them to go to the Olympics, and I... Uh Hope they have a good time. Yeah, I think Canada's going to do phenomenal. Uh, we've got some remarkable uh, athletes in this country, and as the host, uh, we're going to host uh, all of North America and South America, and I think to Toronto and its surrounding region and Hamilton and Oshawa and all the other communities, we're going to do a fantastic job and show uh, show the world what a, what, a, what a great place we are. I agree Th with you guys. Earl, Take thanks care. so much for calling in. Yeah, we really welcome. appreciate it. Bye. 
Anyways, uh, we're uh, it's time for us to go to break. It's the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, and uh, we'll be back uh, shortly in a couple of minutes. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville introduced their new fast dial number for cell phones. It's pound 3636, and you can dial it from anywhere. Want pizza at the park? Pound 3636. Wings by the water? Pound 3636. Ponzo combo at the cottage? Pound 3636. Salad at the... uh, Someone stop me. Call Pizzaville on your cell phone at pound 3636. At 20,000 square feet, Steel's Paint and Woodbridge is Canada's largest independent paint store. Big deal, right? Big deal, yes. The best brands, the best staff, the best advice, the best of everything. From color matching to brand selection, whether you're a pro or a DIYer, we'll look after you from the minute you walk in to the minute you walk in a second time as a completely satisfied customer. Big store, big deal, bigger satisfaction. Simple. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics, on time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Discover Villanova College, York Region's only independent co-educational Catholic school. We offer small class sizes and a commitment to academic excellence towards properly preparing students for university and lifelong success. If you are a young person or a parent seeking more from today's education, then take a moment to learn more about Villanova College. Find out about our specialized enrichment programs, including STEM and advanced placement. For information regarding admissions or to schedule a personal tour, visit VillanovaCollege.org. They never argue sports. They just explain while they're always correct. The boys are back. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. It's that time of the show where we talk to uh, Sean Clement, uh, Golf and Wisdom, uh, Wisdom in Golf, uh, the world's number one internet golf teacher. Sean, you're in Nashville today. Yeah, I'm. Uh, good morning from Music City. How are you doing? Uh, How are you doing this morning? Fantastic! It's gorgeous out here. Uh, the weather's been amazing. 
had a fantastic session with uh, with four great guys yesterday at the on the range at the old Hickory Country Club. And um, the thing I want to talk about today is, is, which relates a lot to hockey, is why so many uh, why so many golfers don't close the club face enough at address. Everybody is so hell bent on on making things look pretty and seeing a square club face at address. And what they don't realize is that a square face at address with a neutral grip is off the planet, open to the right. So just so and, that and, uh, just so that Sean, just so that listeners understand, okay, so you don't uh, you're leaving your club face open, and uh, it's related to hockey. What happens? What what difference well, does look, it make? What, what, why is the hockey blade rounded? Why is there a curve on the blade? It's so that when the hands move forward, so that you can collect the puck in order to release the puck to the net, you don't lose the darn puck. If you had a straight blade, you'd have to you'd have to cover the puck somehow and, and use more technique, and you'd lose you'd lose some power. Now, Sean, you've so you yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, well, every instrument known to man or woman is designed handle first in mind. So when you're leading with the hands because you're going at the target, not at the ball, the club the club head doesn't come to the ball first. The hands do. So there's always a, a, a lean, a forward lean in the shaft. Well, if you lean the shaft forward, you'll notice that the club face opens. So you got to start with at least a, a very strong grip. If you look at the guys on tour, they have a very strong grip, which is the equivalent of a closed face. So the, the video that you'd want to go look at is called Weak Grip or Strong Grip. Add my name to that, Sean Clement, and you'll understand why you want to have a more closed face at address. It's your only way that you can get to the target and not have to worry about the ball being, you know, being lost to the right. Uh, Sean, I've got to yeah, sure. I've got to ask you because listeners, it's uh, you know, we're, we're radio and golf instruction is very visual here, and and yeah. I know you've got a fantastic series of videos on on YouTube under Sean Clement, and uh, yeah. I think the last time we said you had twenty two million hits, and you corrected me, we're up to twenty three million now. Um, yeah. So if people want to see this visually, they want to see what we're talking about. Uh, yeah. How can our listeners go find that information? Go well, weak grip or strong grip, Sean Clement. Just just type that into the search box on YouTube, and and you'll get to exactly what I'm talking about. You'll see another one. That, uh, I have several several videos on the grip. So anything grip, Sean Clement, and and you'll really get to understand. And, and that's one of the things that people look. They look down on the club and they go, "Wow, you want it that closed?" And then yes. So then we execute a couple of shots and they go, "Wow, it's not going left." And wow, it's going much farther, and I can hear and feel more compression with the ball. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, the difference between through the ball and at the ball is 30 yards. One of my guys yesterday, you know, he's, he's hitting seven irons, 110, and after we corrected the grip and had him released to the target, he's hitting the seven iron 160 yards. You added guy, 50 yards to, 50 you added yards, 50 like, yards to somebody's seven iron in yeah. half an hour of instruction? You're kidding me. And it was, it was stupid easy. It was really ridiculously easy to do, only because his club face was so darn open. They had, he had no chance. Everything was just a glancing slap. 50 yards and a half. Naz, there's hope for you. Yeah, there's hope for you. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's phenomenal stuff. That would be a great infomercial, for I, sure. Anyways, we're talking to Sean Clement, and Sean, one of the points of, uh, of course, doing this, uh, doing this segment is we want, you know, we want our listeners to be able to improve their golf games. There's, there's so much, uh, 
so much fun and and it's such a healthy sport. And you've been yeah. in uh, you've been leading edge in terms of putting your instructional material on the internet. And we really yeah. uh, we do this for the benefit of our listeners. Uh, I know you you've got some fabulous material at your website, wisdomingolf.com. And list for the listeners out there, I've been a student of Sean for years. If you want to improve your golf game, if you want to have more fun, go to that website, wisdomandgolf.com. Go to his YouTube, uh, Sean Clement YouTube. I don't know how many videos you're up to, up to uh, yeah, Sean. I got 300, 330 full-blown free lessons. Free I lessons. Everything. Filmed everything. in I HD. I don't hold anything back. Filmed in HD. They're professionally yeah. prepared. It's fabulous stuff. You want to improve your golf game, go check it out. Sean, we've got to run. Uh, thanks for calling us from Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, I hope to see you soon. All right, Naz and Wally, have an awesome day, man. You too, Sean. Have a great day. All the best. Thanks, Sean. That's, uh, sh- that's of course, Sean Clement, uh, wisdomandgolf.com. Uh, we've got a few minutes left on the show. We've got time to take a couple of more calls if you want to give us a buzz. Our phone number is 416-360-0740, I'll give you those numbers again. 416-360-0740. One eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. The big topic of discussion, of course, this week in Toronto is the shattering news that Mike Babcock is the new coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, certainly, well received news from everybody in the city. I haven't heard anybody. Uh, how are they? How do they feel in Buffalo right now? Oh, I'm sure they don't feel very good in Buffalo at all, and. Uh, that uh, that was uh, Babcock on Monday. Everybody thought he was going to Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, and nobody thought he was coming to Toronto. And uh, there some press came out of uh, Buffalo. Apparently, some of the some of the people are upset down there um, for whatever reason. Uh, Pagula, the um, the owner of the Buffalo Sabers, uh, apparently offered Babcock just same amount of money, same amount of term. Or, or close to it, maybe even a little bit more. And they, uh, I heard it was a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. And um, whatever for whatever reason, Mike Babcock uh, uh, decided that uh, Toronto uh, and uh, would be a more suitable fit for him, perhaps for his family, perhaps for his wife, certainly. Uh, uh, and I give Mike Babcock a lot of credit. He knows he knows the uh, he knows what the environment's like in Toronto. You know who Mike Babcock's agent was. Fill us in, Ness. Mike Babcock. He <laughs> he negotiated that whole deal. Yeah. He didn't have a, an agent at all. Yeah, certainly. Incredible. I'm, so, um, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, to to the Mike Babcock area in Toronto. Um, and he has an eight year contract. He's the longest contract on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not the players, but he has the longest contract. So he's going to be here for a while. He's going to be here for a while. Anyways. Uh, we have on the line from Buffalo, the oh, uh, the, the jilted uh, city in the Mike Babcock sweepstakes. We have, of course, Kevin from Buffalo. Good morning, Kevin. How are you today? Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. And gentlemen, congratulations. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm very happy for the Maple Leafs because if you give Mr. Babcock time, he is going to build a outstanding team with the Maple Leafs. And 
if I may make this comment and like how I feel here in Buffalo, if you were here Tuesday evening, it sounded that he was signed, sealed, and delivered. And I just feel the media here in Buffalo sort of jumped the bandwagon just a bit because I know he changed his mind, but there was a lot of false pretenses that began. And two, if I may, and I wonder, because as you know, in sports, it's a very close-vested cycle. If all that happened with Mr. Ted Nolan, and here a man did all that he could with a last-place team, and... As you know, the Detroit coach is a, is a very savvy, smart man. If he thought, boy, I could get with Mike Shanahan, who has been in the NHL for so long, and as well as Kim and Terry Pagula is, they're great people. But Mr. Murray, there's been a lot of questionable items happening, and I just wonder deep down if maybe that played into the, the theory a bit, but to wrap up, the Maple Leafs have a great head coach, and, and here it, it looks like right now, and he's a good man, and good luck to the Penguins' Dan Blisma. Looks like he's sort of in the lead runner, but I'll just I look forward to your comments and uh, just to hear some, uh, some sound bites. Thanks, Kevin. Um, I think uh, uh, Mike Babcock's wife wanted to come to Toronto. Like uh, she wanted to live in downtown Toronto in a condo. She, her kid, the kids have grown up. They're out of the house, and I really think she had something to do with him coming here too. God bless her. I mean, it's, yeah, you sure. know, when somebody chooses a place of employment, which is you know, being a hockey coach, you're, you're you're trying to choose a place of employment. You're trying to choose a place for your family. So those those family considerations are important. And you know, Toronto's, uh, you know, for those of us who live here, it's a fabulous city. Uh, it's got it's got a lot to offer uh, in in every in every which way possible, and you know what? If 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 Mike Babcock and his wife and his family determine that, you know, not only from a hockey perspective but from a family perspective, uh, Toronto's the the best fit for him, then that's his prerogative. Well, God bless he, him. Can you can you imagine if Randy Carlyle signed with Buffalo? Oh, that'd be awesome. That I'd would love be that. Oh, that, awesome I, oh, year. My, that's a great idea. Can you call Murray now yeah, and then make the suggestion? That'd be a perfect fit for Tim Randy Murray. Sign you know Randy what? Carlisle. And I, I always thought Randy Carlisle was a good coach. And you know, Buffalo's got an up-and-coming team. I kind of, I kind of lo- like that idea. That would that create a, an incredible rivalry. Certainly make Leaf Saber wow. games incredibly interesting. But going back to Buffalo, you know, they lost the Connor McDavid sweepstakes. They lost the Mike Babcock sweepstakes, but they got Ken. They got Rex Ryan, so they're a, they're a Buffalo. So Western Jack, New York. Jack okay. Eichel is no slouch, man. He's 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 this guy's no. A he's he's a he's a he's a damn good hockey Buffalo player. Buffalo will be fine, and they and Buffalo's got some some great young players. We got a minute left, Naz. Uh, we've talked uh, about Mike Babcock. We we could talk about it uh, for quite a bit. Uh, Don Cherry says the Leafs are uh, going to be a winning team next year. Uh, can Babcock make, I, I think he's going to make a difference. Is he going to be enough to take us to the playoffs next year? Uh, I think he has a shot. I mean, um, he, he could finish what seventh, difference? What eighth, difference ninth? are we going to see next year with Mike Babcock behind the bench? The guy, the, the player that I want to see 
If he turns himself around because he's young enough, is Nazem Kadri. I want to see what Babcock does with Kadri. Because Kadri is a talent. Let's see what he does with him. I think he's going to turn that kid around. And uh, I think he's going to have a big year next year. for. Well, the, what I like about, and we've got a few seconds, what I like about Babcock, you're not going to see some of the nonsense that we've seen in the no, past. Sure. He won't put up with it. I respect the man. He's not going to tolerate some of the nonsense that we've seen. So we wish him all the best of luck. Hopefully uh, we've got reason to be, uh, reason to go down the ACC next year. Anyways, our time has now come to a close once again. You've been listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We thank you for listening, and we'll be back again Next Sunday morning, same time, have a great week to you, Naz, and to all our listeners. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.